Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. We are so glad that you are joining us for this particular session. Uh, it's it's always good when we get together. We already have. Uh, we could have had a podcast sitting around. We this had a table. whole podcast for the we podcast. Did. I know it was just such pre-podcast good fellowship yeah. and talk and because the goodness of God, you know, will lead us in a lot of paths and some of them we don't particularly like, but God is good and. <laughs> And so we just kind of have been having that conversation, and and you say, who are you having that conversation with? Well, sitting directly, category is that catacorner? Yeah, yeah. catacorners. Yeah. No, isn't diagonal. that a fun? Isn't that huh? Diagonal. Oh, diagonal. Cata or caddy? I think it's caddy. What is it? Caddy corner. I think so. Where did that word come from? Is it in <laughs> the dictionary? I don't know. I do not know. But anyway, sitting in that position, <laughs> diagonal. <laughs> Catacor, whatever that is, is my sweet honey. And uh, he's become a regular around here. We were on our way tonight, and he said something, and I said, it's not at the table with Daryl. It's at the table with Darlene. And yeah. he, and I, said, I said, we're gonna, let's talk about this tonight. Boy, she ruffled her feathers and said, it's not about mm-hmm. at the table with Darlene. No, I think he, I think it was, uh, you said, let's 30 minutes. You know, let's get out. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I did say that. He does he, like to put a time limit on. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So anyway. But what if I, the spirit was moving, Pastor? You were, if, the, if the spirit was moving, we'd just keep on going. You were I mean, at church, correct. you don't like to put a. No, I don't. No, I don't. Just, it's cat a corner. Really? C-A-T-A-C-O-R-N-E-R. And what does it mean? Cat a. Uh, slanted Jessica. across a polygon on a diagonal line. Wow. So it really is. Isn't that something? I thought it was caddy. It's other, There are other pronunciations of it, but yes, caddy corner is one. Kitty, oh. kitty corner is another. Hmm. That is huh. it's weird. It is weird. Speaking of kitty corner. Oh, yep. boy. You all have heard about the furries, right? Yeah. Yep. Isn't that crazy? The what? The furries. No. Okay. Are you going to install a, a cat litter box here at church? Only in the men's room. Oh, 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 oh yes. <laughs> For the people I that identify? Did. In the youth room. Oh. Yes. <laughs> our uh, our son had one sitting next, next to him at school, and yeah. he would come Fifth home grade. and tell us that he would try to talk to her, and all she would do is hiss and spit at him. She wouldn't talk. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Lord, help us, Jesus. That was, that was a fun yeah. time. Mm. Finish your introductions. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, yeah, you started this. Kitty corner got Kitty. me off track. <laughs> <laughs> well, sitting diagonal to each other is Jessica Hi. Norman. And right across from you is that. Who is that that you're that's staring my at? Honey. Her smoking hot husband. Yep, there you there go. we go. Sitting right across from it. I called Darlene that the other day, and she got mad. I was about ready to whip him <laughs> on that one. Hey, I was laughing. I thought it was good. Oh, you probably were. Uh, yeah. I think I said sure. something to you when, right after yeah. I said it. He said, if yeah. Chris Norman can say it, I can He's too. Right. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that's not appropriate. I, I think it's it very appropriate. I agree. If he, I don't listen, know what world she's living in. If he yeah. thinks you're smoking hot, then you just take it. I do, I do, but but (laughs) you look uh, fantastic for your age. You think you're a smoking hot wife? I don't think that was a compliment, Darlene. Mm -hmm. I think that that was intended, but it didn't come out. The early parts of this conversation when I got here is talking about I have people that I take care of that are younger than them and completely falling apart, and these two still travel the world. Very true. And they look fantastic. Both of you look fantastic. Take care of people in their eighties. 
<laughs> 60s, 70s, 80s, probably 90. To probably 100. I got a 103-year-old. I got a 96-year-old. Yeah. yeah, you have a you have a wonderful crowd. I used to work sure. circles around teenagers uh, <laughs> up until a couple of years ago, and I slowed down a little bit. You did. Well, anyway, we have had a great conversation. We just, you know, talking, sitting around the table because we haven't had time to visit lately. And so before we start our podcast, we just begin to talk and share and, and uh, you know, encourage each other in the, the Lord because, you know, the, we're all on a journey. And, uh, we, you know, we talked about the fact that uh, actually one of the things that, that I was reading today and I had just shared, you know, that by a question that uh, Chris, you had asked me and uh you know, because we all work with people, we work, uh, you know, in the public. And uh, but Pastor and I have been so privileged to do what we do. We absolutely love the people and love God. And and Chris just basically was asking, you know, do you have situations that come up a lot? That's kind. I said how often? Probably yeah. every week that you have a painful or awkward conversation mm-hmm. that you have to have with somebody. And I said yes, you know. And but I was reminded. Uh, of David, you know, and how he, uh, when he was in times of sorrow, you know, we read the Psalms and we read so much of David and you read the times of sorrow and and you read the time, you know, where he was really grieving over his own sin and the loss of a child and uh, when he grieved for a while and then God told him, you know, to get yourself up, you know, you, you've mourned and now it's time to move on. And and I think with life to be successful and coming, you know, to what our thoughts were, uh, we can only, if we're going to grow and we're going to allow God to use us, uh, there are going to be a lot of opposition. And it doesn't change just because you're getting older, uh, but how we handle it changes from uh, asking the Lord for wisdom constantly and uh you know, and letting God work on ourselves. That's what it that's what it really comes down to. So uh yeah. And what did Chris say? Oh, Chris, what did you say? What did I say? That you wish that Oh, I wish that sometimes that God didn't want to use me because I deal with a whole lot of growing opportunities. And I have sat there and thought that before I've been in situations to where I I knew for a fact that God was hardening me to difficulty and I've sat there and I told God, God Maybe I don't want to be prepared for whatever you're preparing me for because yeah. this is not pleasant. And then I get reminded of what David said in Psalms to, uh, that he asked God to um, look at his heart. I don't remember the exact scripture, but ultimately look at his heart and, and to see if there's any wicked, if there's yes. any wicked and to, and to yes. get that out. And I remember, it's probably almost four years ago now that I prayed that. I remember where I was. And sometimes I regret praying that because mm-hmm. there's been a lot of hard stuff mm-hmm. since then. Mm-hmm. Lord, yeah, really he said, stuff. search me, O Lord. Search me, O Lord. That's yeah, it. search yeah. me, O Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, know my heart. You mm-hmm. know, show me, I you know, search me and let me know. Holy Spirit will do that to us. And, and sometimes it's like, yeah, I know, but I don't want to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And we've all been there. But but David was saying, you know, and I think we, we all should be to that place many, many times. It's basically because we get carried away by our own flesh. We get carried away by the busyness of the mind. And it's interesting how the busyness of our mind will always want 
to take our flesh to the easy way out. Mm-hmm. And But David, he was saying, search me, O God, and know my heart. I need to know. You know, God knew David's heart. He knew, you know, that was a man after his heart. He knew that David loved him. But David had to get rid of some flesh that was keeping him from being Mm -hmm. the leader that God wanted him to be. And I think that's the everyday battle Mm -hmm. of human nature because, you know, God wants to use all of us, Mm -hmm. you know. But I do believe that that there are those calls, there are those anointing, there are those gifts that God puts inside of us. And if we don't allow the Word of God to nurture that in us, uh, then we won't grow. We'll, right. we'll just stay. Or if I oftentimes feel like that God is placing me in situations, forcing me to look at those pieces of my heart. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I pass it. Sometimes I fail it. But oftentimes when I look and I realize I'm in one of those situations, I think of like the children of Israel and what if I am standing on the ledge of the promised land and this mm-hmm. decision is going to be the decision that determines whether... I get past this stage and get to move on to something different, mm-hmm. or if I'm going to go around that mountain again. Mm-hmm. And I think lately I've been going around the mountain quite a bit, but um, it, yeah. I just I just feel like that God forces us to look at it sometimes, especially when you're willing. And I try to be willing, but sometimes I just don't want to look at it. Yeah, and that's honest and that's truth. But don't you think? I mean, the Israelites, like you said, you use that you know, around the mountain thing. And but how many times in our own life? Have we come up to the same place? We are dealing with the same actions, attitudes that sunk us before. Mm-hmm. And then we, again, because it's it seems hard. But the Word of God tells us that it's the way of the transgressor. It's hard. Is really hard. And we all know that from choices that we've made in our past. Those choices, the what we've gone through, it's been hard. Mm-hmm. And, and it's been everything that we would not want or want to be. Mm-hmm. But God just keeps dealing with us because he says, what I've got for you is so important that I don't want your flesh to mess it up when you get there. So deal with this now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. We, we live in the flesh, Paul said, <clears throat> but we walk in the spirit. So we don't allow our flesh to make all of our decisions for us. We're guided. We're led. We walk in the Spirit. Uh, and I think that's what messed Moses up was, I mean, he was the meekest man, uh, yeah. had, had the favor of God, the most blessed man on the face of the earth. So and, and yet one act of uh, flesh caused him to miss the promised land that they had been wandering for years to get into. Mm-hmm. And so uh, God had called him to be the leader. God had called him to be the the spiritual father of the of the, the Jewish race, but yes. uh, he just kind of let his flesh dominate him, and he lost it. And God took oh. him up to Mount Nebo and let him look over into the promised land. And I, I just picture him saying, take a good look, buddy, because that's as far as you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, This is what you've been working for for 40 years. Yeah. How devastating is that, though? Yes. I mean, that's just devastating. When you look at that story, then you look at the story of Joseph, and Joseph went through... That period, he went through that wilderness season from a terrible childhood to prison to mm-hmm. being falsely accused and then got to the right area, but he made right decision after right. I'm sure he made bad decisions as well, but we see the right decision, mm-hmm. how that led to be, him being the, 
I mean, even if you look at secular history, that Joseph was still the most powerful. It's not even just the Bible. Secular history says that Joseph was one of the most powerful humans of that time. Yeah. And they, he's, his name's written on in pyramids. Yeah. And, and then we see Moses, who did all these incredible things, mm-hmm. but he couldn't get it, couldn't get his act together. And well, he had more than one problem uh, yeah. with his flesh because yeah. remember he killed that Egyptian. That's what I was going to say yeah. when buried yeah. him in the sand. That was know? the first thing was his anger. I mean, he wanted, he felt like he was doing right. Now that'll right. preach, yeah, because yeah. so many times we think I'm justified. Mm-hmm. I'm right. This was before the law. It was. Before the law was given to him. It was. And so he felt that he was doing something to help out, but yet his flesh got him in big trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it just, he it got revealed. And I think there again, there was probably many, many times. I'm sure. There, there was times he would say, Lord, if you don't go with us, I don't want to go. Right, right. I mean, during the just, wilderness experience, right. yeah. He had to deal with his flesh a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, but. But you know why? You know what, what ticked him off was the people that he was leading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and know, we got to be careful. That's right. That that's right. Because people can stop your blessing if you let yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, and they're always going to be there. They're always going to be shouting in the background because you're not going to please everybody. Resistance. Uh, there's just always going to be that resistance. And, and yeah, that, I mean, yet we can all look and see Moses, my goodness, uh, what a man of God he was. And mm-hmm. and that God tr- entrusted him. He God knew what was in him. Sure he did. And so what he did was amazing. And uh, he... My goodness, he shepherded those people going around the mountain. But let's let's shift it up a few thousand years. Look look at Chris. Yeah. You know, you ever messed up, Chris? Many many times. And did today, it, did it take God by surprise? Nope. And God still uses you. God still anoints you. Mm-hmm. Uh, God still wants you to uh, to move forward with Him. He mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't just write you off and say, "Well, you're not going to make it." Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the that's the grace of God and the it mercy is. of God that we get to enjoy in this new covenant uh, yes. dispensation. And, and that should make us even more excited because when you look and see how much grace was on Moses' life, mm-hmm. when you see that, because, I mean, God, what a responsibility. I can't even imagine the responsibility. Oh, yeah. Remember he threw down the tablets? Got yeah. Mad, threw down yeah. the tablets. Mm-hmm. And so. so he had to keep dealing with that flesh thing mm-hmm. that he would get angry so much. But Struck the rock. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And, but I think we have, like Daryl said, we have. The more blessed covenant now, and and Hebrews says it's a better covenant, much better, much covenant, better, much better, and so we have the Holy Spirit inside of us to help us control our control. anger. That's right. And where it was different for Moses, right. but yet he spent forty years on the backside of the desert training, right, to get to the place where he could he could lead. Yeah. Galatians 5 talks about the works of the flesh and the fruit of the Spirit. So they're they're quite diametrical opposites. Mm -hmm. Is that the right word, Jessica? Yep, Uh, corner. (laughs) And so... You know, you know, you we can see the works of the flesh, and we've actually all seen them working in our in oh, our yeah. lives. But the fruit of the spirit, I believe, can override the works of the flesh, in that we can we can say no to the flesh because of the power of the Holy Spirit within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's a thought that when you were saying that, you know, Jesus said, "I came to give you life, and I came to give it to you more abundantly." And there is 
in the Word of God, in the New Testament, it goes through what abundant life is. How we can live in the fruit of the Spirit. We can live in what God has promised for us through Jesus Christ. We can live in that. That should be our striving at all times. Because when we keep striving for that, we will not allow the enemy to keep us down. Mm-hmm. I like what uh, Bishop McGee always says, uh, I'm either up or getting up. Right. And that should just be that should be our attitude. That's mm-hmm. kingdom living. It is. It doesn't mean that you're not having a rough time. It doesn't mean that there's not opposition. It means that when when we get opposition, we don't go back to the way we used to do. And that is a something that I think that's the biggest uh, lie that we can fall into is that we have to fall back into those old patterns because that's what the enemy tries to do. But when we say or when we come back with the word of God or we're like, you know what, this is how I used to be. This is what, and I'm so tempted to run. I'm so tempted to pull back. I'm so tempted because I don't feel anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just tired. I'm just done. Mm -hmm. This is what we've always done. You know, we're just tired, we're just done, uh, I'm going to withdraw, and, and it happens so many times. Oh, you know, if I can find this new adventure, if I can go on another vacation, or, you know, I mean, our mind just goes crazy. Right. With, yeah. Right. Numbing. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a way it's a numb. That's a good way to say, yeah. yeah. It becomes a numbing. And uh, we can look through our, our lives and see, right. you know, that's the pattern. So the enemy comes and with a little more pressure, a little more... It's not just one giant, you know. It's not just one situation. It's it's all kinds of situations, and uh, the enemy really, you know, he tries to pull and he tries to get us where we don't like that anymore, or we don't, you know, we're not happy, or we're not, you know, we're not getting anything. We're not or ungrateful. Ungrateful, yeah. It, it it's and so yeah, we've, it's a we've challenge. Heard, we've heard in our ministry so many years. Well, I'm just not being fed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tried to make it so clear in our messages that coming to church is not about getting fed. It's about honoring God, mm-hmm. worshiping God, mm-hmm. and just giving Him glory. And then in return, God mm-hmm. blesses us for, for being in church. And mm-hmm. I said last Sunday, I think it was last Sunday, that uh, you know we, it, when we begin to uh, get upset with everything that's going on in our lives, we begin to compromise and we begin to back off. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did this in our marriage counseling classes. We build walls. Mm-hmm. Husbands and wives will build walls, and uh, they won't. They, they cut off communication. They cut off all relationship, and uh, it, it just it creates. It's it's just going to create a bigger problem. Isn't it in- interesting how we go back to what we were talking at first? You know how how the flesh goes to what's familiar, and we pick up the same bricks the same blocks, the same whatever to build the wall that we got delivered from or that we were excited that we weren't having to deal with. But it's interesting how when life just, it's hard. Mm -hmm. But yet Jesus said, I come to give you life and I came to give it to you more abundantly. And so it's there if we'll just keep pressing through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's, that's where we all get in trouble. If we don't press through the negative then we can't enjoy yeah. what God's Word says for us. I know a lot of you out there probably don't know the name Andre Crouch, but those of us that are over <laughs> 70 
we we remember Andre Crouch, which I felt like that. he was. What do you remember him? Yeah, I do, but I'm not over, over seventy. Over seventy, Chris. He was. He was there way. I'm way an old beyond, soul, but yeah. Yeah, he was beyond his time. I think. Yeah. I think he was. But uh, he he wrote a song one time that uh, if I never had any problems, how would I know that God could solve them? And if we're going to talk about the greatness of God and the delivering power and the miraculous power of God, uh, we're going to have, it's going to be from a, a place of experience. Yeah, yeah. You said a while ago that a place uh, of experience. You know, Lord, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I want to be any more mature. I don't know right. if I can take mm-hmm. any more of this. But as as a as a bodybuilder, you know, you know. Uh, or one that exercises a lot, you know that, uh, or used to, one yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, that the only way to build muscle is to uh, have resistance. You got to you got to resist mm-hmm. the weights, and mm-hmm. that's what causes the muscles to build. And so, uh, who knows? Who knows what God's got for you next? Yeah. yeah, I think people forget too that the wilderness season is part of our growing. It time. is, it and is. that God clearly outlined that season so many times throughout the Bible. And yes. Sometimes that means that we feel a distance from him, even though he's not really far away, or sometimes we feel dry, or sometimes we feel like he's far away, but I often feel like that is the time that we're supposed to be learning and stretching and growing and pushing and and and, and drawing near to him in those mm-hmm. times, which I've failed at many times, um, and then we come out massively stronger. And Absolutely. That, I mean, it's we saw Jesus do it. We I even think... I oftentimes wonder, Paul, after the road to Damascus, I mean, he he knew what his purpose and what his calling was, but immediately coming out of that situation, all the disciples were scared of him and rejected him. We don't know how long that was for. We don't know how long he was rejected. They did not trust him at all. This community that he, God literally blinded him and and spoke to him, and Mm -hmm. then he's rejected from the community. I mean, what kind of wilderness season would that be? He went from rich and successful and all these Mm -hmm. things. God spoke to him, and then everybody that in this new community is supposed to be a part of doesn't want anything to do with him anymore. They don't want anything to do with him, yeah. Yeah. And and then he ended up, I mean, writing half the Bible, but or being led to write half the Bible, but um, just understanding that those seasons come is is hard for me to swallow sometimes. Right. Mm -hmm. It is. None of us like the value. No, we Mm -hmm. don't. And, and, you know, sometimes I think, because I... I, I talked just recently to a pastor's wife, and she was really having a really rough time. And and you know, she's like, "Well, you're supposed we're supposed to be up all the time, you know." And and, and we were just talking, and I just I just told her, I said, "You know, uh, she's a lot younger than me, you know, not been in ministry as long." And I just told her, I said, "There's times I don't feel God. I don't even feel like praying, sure. you know." And, and sometimes I think that people look at pastors and and leaders and realize that. That we have to, you know, I know the only difference is I know that I know that God is there because he's always been faithful to me. So I know it. It has nothing to do with how I feel or what's going on. But I love to feel his closeness. Mm -hmm. I love to. I'd like to say that I'm at that place where it's 24-7 all the time. (laughs) But that's not true. Uh, And so, you know, it's just... It's just sometimes we just have to, as individuals, we have to know this is, it was common for Jesus and he walked through and he wanted us to know that we can walk through because he was going to leave. He was going away, but the Holy Spirit was coming and we have something that the men of old and the women of old, they did not have, but Mm -hmm. we do. I want to read a scripture and you said a while ago, I said, you know, it's so interesting. I hope those of you that's listening, 
understand and know that sometimes we do not know where we're going on this podcast at all unless mm-hmm. we have a guest. They probably know. They probably know. <laughs> but, but you know, we just kind of wait and see and talk and see what God, you know, is dealing with us or what what comes out. But today, this particular, um, it, it was a devotion. I, I was reading it this morning, and uh, it was talking about encountering God's heart. And you you talked a while ago, Chris, about the wilderness. And I, I want to read this to you. There's a song, Rising in the Wilderness. You're going to come out of this with praise rising from your lips. God is not going to abandon you when you need Him most. He has promised to make this wilderness a place of refreshment and satisfaction. Isn't that something? Think about the literal wilderness that Moses and their Israelites went because he was he he made a way he put waters in the deserts but he's going to make a way in this wilderness a place of flowing waters a place of refreshment satisfaction this unlikely place can become a birthing place for glorious encounters of his love the wilderness is a place where we if we can embrace the fact that God's Never, his intent was never for us to stay there, but for us to learn and trust in that place. It goes on and says, you may only be able to see the grim surroundings of hopelessness and disappointment, but God wants to give you fresh vision. The greatest restraint to break breakthrough is not focusing on the difficulty, but on the one who is with you in the midst of it. Isn't that something? Our greatest strength. In the midst, midst of it is not focusing on what's going on, the chaos. Remind yourself what he's promised. Slam the door on impatience and frustration. Stop listening to the lies of the enemy. God will come through, so start rejoicing and praising him in advance while you're in the wilderness. And then it goes on. Uh, here's a prayer that was with it. It says, Father, engage myself from unhealthy mindsets that say I'll be stuck in this season forever. How many times have we done that? And I hope you, as listeners, that you that you will listen to this and, and pray this prayer. That's a lie. I refuse to accept it any longer. A song is rising within me, a song of your faithfulness and love. You're doing something amazing, even though I cannot see it yet, so I will rejoice in you and know that you are God. What a beautiful, beautiful prayer. And if we can just stop in the middle of our wilderness experience. I want to read you a scripture out of um, Isaiah 43, 20 and 21. I supply streams of water in the desert and rivers in the wilderness to satisfy the thirst of my people, my chosen ones, so that you, though I have shaped and formed for myself, will proclaim my praise. And so... Sounds like we got some keys in there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sounds like, you know, if we can learn to allow a song to come out in the wilderness from our mm-hmm. heart. Yeah. So good. That is good. Amen. All right. We've learned tonight and hoping our listeners, we've all strengthened each other. Isn't it something? Yes. When we come together, honestly, I, I love our, our I love 
sitting at the table with all of you. Yes, I do too. And, and uh, I, can I just say I yes, love having uh, Chris and Jessica here. I do too. They're such such a valuable asset, and they add so much to the to the podcast. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. And we really, you know, it's just interesting because, and I feel like if God can touch us and help us grow and and push through, that there are people that are listening. And God is using this to encourage them because that's what it's all about. That's what we're to do day by day. And, mm-hmm. and so I believe that there's been some hearts and some lives touched today. We hope so. We pray so uh, that God has touched you in whatever wilderness experience that you're going through. This is 2023. It's a brand new year. And uh, we haven't, uh, you know, we haven't... Uh, lived all of it at the end of it we'll say you know what god you were good in 2023 Amen. and uh he's been good to us already in 2023 and we're so grateful and thankful for that but we want to encourage you that whatever wilderness experience that you're maybe getting ready to go into you're in the middle of or you just walked out of just know that god has never taken his eye off of you and and that he wills he wills for you to prosper and to be in good health. And um, I want to read that prayer one more time today. In fact, if uh, we do this at church sometimes uh, at the end of a service. Um, and so I'm going to read it and I'm going to ask uh, the other three that's here at the table just to repeat after me. It's going to give you time as an audience, as an individual or a couple that's sitting there and you're listening to this and you're going through something or uh, whatever's going on in your life. And let's just make this, let's say this prayer together. Let's make this our proclamation to the Lord that the enemy is not going to set us back and he is not going to win. So let's pray. Father, I disengage myself from unhealthy mindsets. Father, I disengage myself from unhealthy mindsets that say I'll be stuck in this season forever. That say I'll be stuck in this season forever. That's a lie. That's a lie. And I refuse to accept it any longer. And I refuse to accept it any longer. A song is rising within me. A song is rising within me. A song of your faithfulness and love. A song of your faithfulness and love. You're doing something amazing. You're doing something amazing. Even though I cannot see it yet. Even though I cannot see it yet. So I will rejoice in you. So I will rejoice in you. And I know that you are good. And I know that you are good. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I encourage all of you listeners to allow the song of the Lord to come forth out of you about God's goodness and, and mercies to you. Well, until the next time at the table with Darlene, we pray that the peace of God will rule and reign in your hearts. Shalom. Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table. You can also check us out at darlenerhodes.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.